Welcome to The Safety Plan, the show where I cover the latest cyber scam and how to avoid it on Lansing Community College Connect. I'm Paul Schwartz, and I'm happy that you're here. Let's do this. Ah, this morning, my daughter was singing, We Will Rock You. I'm sure you've heard of that song. And now this song is stuck in my head. And I, and it's like, it's like, don't. Buddy, you're a young man, hard man, shouting in the street, gonna take on the world someday. You got malware on your computer, you big disgrace, waving your antivirus all over the place, singing, we will, we will fish you. Sing it! We will, we will fish you. Yeah! (laughs) Obviously, the college has allowed me budgetless artistic freedom on this show, and I will take advantage of that position. So, welcome to the Safety Plan Show. Here's the format. First, I'm going to describe a real-world cyber scam like phishing or malware or identity theft or the IRS imposter scam or one of the many, many, many other scams, and I will then explain why it could happen to you, and finally, how to protect yourself so it doesn't happen to you. So why should you listen to these safety plan episodes? First, as a leader, I want to share my cybersecurity knowledge with you so that you can hopefully learn and grow and become inspired by it. Second, a community knowledgeable on cyber scams will not fall for them in the future. And third, if people start practicing good cyber practices in their lives and at home, then they practice those same skills at work, which makes your business or your company or your local community college more secure. Win, win, and win. So I'm Paul Schwartz. I work at Lansing Community College as the Director of Information Security, and I coordinate security issues for the college, things like data breach coordination and account compromise investigations and malware infections response, which is what we are going to talk about today. And I've been working in cybersecurity for 27 years, including 20 years in the Air Force, and then before I ended up at Lansing Community College. And I've got a few master's degrees and a few certifications, including the CISP, the Certified Information System Security Professional, which is the gold standard for InfoSec professionals, which is the culmination of a fun, very fun six-hour test, which proves I am smart. S-M-R-T smart. Okay, today's show is on malware. Okay, what... What is malware? Well, that term was first used by a computer scientist and security researcher back in 1990, and it stands for malicious software. Now, malware is intrusive software that is designed to damage and destroy computers and computer systems. It is software that is specifically designed to disrupt and damage and gain unauthorized access to computer systems. Now, why do criminals develop malware? Well, there's many reasons. Mostly big nation states design it for stealing intelligence of their adversaries, but 99% of the malware that's that's designed is by criminals, and they're, again, follow the money. They're after money. They want to trick victims into providing personal data for identity theft. They want to steal consumer credit card data and other financial data. They want to assume control of multiple computers so they can launch denial of service attacks against other networks. They want to infect computers and use them to to mine uh, Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, or, or they want to encrypt the contents, uh, like ransomware, and follow up with an extortion request. Now, I'm going to talk about different types of malware that have, you know, different traits and characteristics. Now, on the least malicious side, we have malware category called adware. 
Now this tracks a user's browser and download history with the intent to display a pop-up or a banner advertisement. And that would lure you into clicking on that pop-up to make a purchase. And adware is sometimes designed by advertisers uh, using their cookies to track your web pages and that you visit uh, to better target advertising at you. And this is on the, the you know the least malicious of, of software. A similar um, malware is called a PUP or a potentially unwanted program. Now these are applications that trick users into installing them on their systems such as browser toolbars but they don't actually execute many malicious functions once they have been installed. And there are cases where a PUP may contain spyware. Now that's the next category. Uh, spyware collects information and data on you and your device and as well as observes uh, your activity without your knowledge. Now, now those are the least malicious of the malware um, you know, categories of software. Now, as we get into more malicious, we're looking at a virus. Now, this is a common type of malware that can execute itself and spreads by infecting other programs or, or files. The next one up is a worm. This is like a virus, but it can self-replicate without a host program and typically spreads without any interaction by the malware authors. Now, here's two great examples of um, a worm and a virus. Now, you have botnet malware. You may have heard of botnets uh, through the news, but this is a collection of infected computers, sometimes tens of thousands of computers, and they're all joined together in a network of of computers and they're a bit dumb uh, and, and, and kind of drone like so they call them bots and this botnet will then be used to perform a denial of service attack or they could all be used to attempt to guess your your password on your account that's called a password stuffing attack or they can do other automated attacks the the botnet malware is, is designed to infect a computer and force it to do whatever the attacker wants it to do a similar malware category is called crypto mining malware now cryptocurrencies they pay miners to perform computationally expensive operations as part of their consensus algorithm and this crypto mining pays these miners in cryptocurrency which is you know again follow the money they're trying to make money off of this now, we're getting to the devastatingly malicious uh, software um, that is malware. The first is a rootkit. Now, this obtains administrative level access on the victim's system. So once it's installed, the program gives the threat actors root or privileged access to the system so they can take over the entire system and do much more malicious things. Now, a fairly common, you know, very malicious malware is called a Trojan horse. Now, this is designed to appear, as its name indicates, as a legitimate software program, um, but it's um, very much a malicious software. So it can be sometimes bundled in with legitimate software, but there's an extra add-on, um, the Trojan horse, which is malicious software. And once activated uh, following installation, the Trojan can execute many malicious um, functions. Okay, and now I've mentioned ransomware earlier. Now this is, again, in the category of very bad malware. Now ransomware is designed to infect your system and encrypt all the data or exfiltrate the data, then encrypt the data. Criminals then demand a ransomware payment, extortion payment from the victim in exchange for decrypting the system's data. 
The final two categories um, of devastatingly malicious malware are a backdoor virus uh, or a remote access trojan, a RAT, by uh, its short acronym. Now, this secretly creates a backdoor into an infected computer system that enables threat actors to remotely access it without alerting the user or the system security programs. And the final malware category that I want to talk about today is Keylogger. Now, this is a malware that you could infect into your system that records and tracks everything the user does on the computer, including your where you move your mouse and what keystrokes you type in. Even if you type into an email or open a web page or an, another program, a famous example of this is keylogging malware that infects your computer and waits for you to go to your bank's website. And then it starts recording what your username and password is and it sends that off to the attacker's you know, command and control computer so they can then log into your bank account and empty it out. It's all about the money. Now, how does how do malware infections happen? Malware authors use a variety of physical and virtual ways to spread malware. So by far, the number one way to deliver malware is through malicious links and attachments and emails. If you go back to my first episode on phishing, uh, this is the the number one way to push and distribute malware. And again, sometimes these emails are disguised as legitimate messages, but they contain these malicious links and attachments that send you off to sites that download the malware and infect your computer. Other ways to deliver malware are by inserting a USB drive that's been infected into your computer. Or another great way is by a drive-by download. That's when you visit a legitimate or not legitimate website. And just by visiting that web website immediately starts a download to your computer and then the malware executes. Um, there's other ways. Uh, another way is called malvertising. That's on legitimate websites that have, you know, you think of um, like the CNN or some of these popular news websites that have ads on the side. Sometimes criminals buy those ad spaces and load up their software there. And as soon as you view the website, that malicious advertisement on the site starts downloading malware to your computer. Um, another way is on fake software installs. So if you get your software through torrent or um, you know uh, some sort of non-legitimate website, it could be infected software and actually masquerade as malware or infected apps. Um, there's been legitimate software that has been loaded to app stores that has been malicious. Now, once you have been infected, how do you know that you have malware on your system? First of all, you'll see unusual activity, and such as you know a sudden loss of disk space, or your computer's running super slow, or it repeatedly crashes or free freezes, or there could be an increase in unwanted internet activity or pop-up advertisements. Um, there could be browser redirects, like you try to go to Google, but it sends you to another website without you asking it to. Uh, there could be infection warnings, you know, from your antivirus saying you your computer's been infected. Uh, you could have problems shutting down or starting up your computer. A, a great way to tell if you've been infected is your friends telling you. They, they've received these unwanted spam odd messages from you. That's a great way to tell you your email account's been compromised and criminals are using it to perpetuate spam. Um, another way 
and, and probably the worst way to tell you uh, that, that you have a malware infection is by a ransomware note. So say you've, you've, your computer's been infected with ransomware, and now you see in the extortion note saying, hey, all your files are encrypted, and you need to pay me at this Bitcoin wallet or your decryption key to, to, to uninfect your computer. So how do you prevent malware infections? And so these are things that you can do to prevent uh, malware infections on your computer. Now, the first thing you need to do is have antivirus software on your computer, have it updated with the latest um, definition file um, and run frequent scans. This will look for malware on your computer. You also need to practice safe behavior on your computer. Now, this is not opening those malicious attachments or links, not going uh, to the malicious websites, uh, or risky, you know, doing risky downloads or, you know, such as like free, you know, screensavers and, and other things like that. Avoid those. You need to purchase reputable software, um, you know, by sticking to the official app stores. Also, update your antivirus software regularly as hackers continually adapt and develop new techniques to breach security software. And these security vendors, their antivirus vendors, continually update that software to spot the, the latest malwares. Another thing is to scan your USBs with your antivirus software to make sure they're not infected. And also keep your operating system and applications updated um, because cyber criminals are constantly looking for vulnerabilities in old and outdated software. Um, I recommend never clicking on a link in a pop-up um, in your browser. Uh, always use that X in the upper corner and navigate away from the site that it generates. Um, you also want to minimize your attack surface. This means limiting the number of apps on your devices. So if you're not using applications, you should remove those. And a bit of physical security, you should not lend out your phone or leave your device unattended um, because criminals could get a hold of it and infect your device and you know simply um, hand it back to you or leave it, leave it somewhere where you can find it, but you don't know your device is um, infected. And finally, I would check your bank accounts and your credit reports regularly to make sure that those don't seem odd. Now, if you get a malware infection, how do you remove it? Um, so as mentioned, many security software products are designed to detect and prevent malware. One of them um, is called Malwarebytes. You can run a Malwarebyte scan and it will um, remove the malware on your computer. Um, but some malware is and a lot of malware actually, honestly, is super sophisticated. And it's very much as my coworker says, it's like opening up a box of mice and they all scurry off to all the corners of the room and they're all over, you, you do not know, and people do not know what all the different things malware does. It you know changes your registry files and runs different programs and downloads files and modifies things in your hard drive and so forth. And so, for most serious malware, I recommend that you wipe your computer, and this means to delete everything off of it, reload the operating system, reload all the applications, then reload all the data you have, all the files and important stuff you have on your computer. That's the only way to be confident that malware is re removed from your system and that it's back to a secure state. That's a wrap. If you have any questions or have been a victim of a cyber scam, tell me about it by contacting me at the Safety Plan website at lccedu connect. This next episode, I'm going to cover another hot cyber scam. I'm Paul Schwartz, and this is LCC Connect. Voices, vibes, vision.
so long. <laughs> <laughs>